Hi everyone, welcome back to Dice and Decepticons. My name is Robert Kerr, I'm the host and GM of the show. I'm joined once again by my brother, Stuart the Player. Hello, I'm Stuart, the brother, the player. That is him. It's been a while since we've actually recorded an episode. Um, we've been playing the mask system. Uh, we did post a kind of mini-series with that. I think it was a lot of fun. We have a backlog of other episodes of masks that we've recorded, but I really felt like I wanted to get back to the Transformers storyline. And uh, we had left off at a kind of a cliffhanger. In the last episode, Adrian and his crew had come to the defense of a Energon refinery plant in New Mexico. They had fended off the Decepticons, uh, but both Farsight and Adrian had suffered as a result. And in fact, Adrian, um, you rolled a critical failure on your defensive roll when being blasted at by an by a Decepticon. And uh, the last thing you remember is being hurled into the air, hitting your head, and passing out. So with that little recap, let's just dive right in. The last thing that you remember was a massive explosion sailing through the air and hitting your head. You slowly come to consciousness. You are no longer in New Mexico. You are in a stale, sterile room. You are looking at a ceiling that is made of gray metal. You hear soft beeps of what you assume is maybe medical equipment as you come to consciousness. I look around a bit. I say, Adrian, of course, I'm Adrian. <laughs> I look around a bit. Uh, see, there's a IV in my arm, and I'm not sure if it's a heart monitor or not. I actually look at my chest, and I just are kind of blurry, so I can't tell if there's anything there or not. And then I look at, there's a pulse ox machine nearby that's to take your oxygen. I believe it is. I, oh gosh, my memory of this is so bad. And Adrian's probably is too, because he hasn't been in the hospital that much. Uh, yeah. Assuming this you is a hospital, in... he's not really sure. Yeah, you don't, you're disoriented. You're just able to take in a few of these details when William's anxious face appears above you. Ah! Sorry. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to scare you. Boy. Where uh, am I? Uh, oh, okay. Um,. Good to good to have you awake. Um, yes. How are how are you feeling? You can tell that there's something. William is anxious about something. You don't know what it is yet, but his don't worry. tone of Adrian's voice. Adrian's used to being anxious. He expects this of people. <laughs> <laughs> he um, there's something in his tone and his manner that gives you a feeling that something is deeply wrong. Well, um. As you said, I'm awake. I'm in a hospital room. Um, I was trying to look at my chest, but I couldn't see if there was something on there or not. There's some 
equipment over there, and I'm... How should I feel? I'm not sure. Well, that I equipment... Okay. Yeah, uh, well, you don't need to worry about the equipment. You're off of... Um, you, you seem to be stable and everything. Um, right now, we're on the space station, uh, the space station, space bridge. Um, it's a space station near the, the space bridge. Um, and, uh, you seem to be doing fine. Um, Adrian, uh, I, I don't know how to, how to tell you this, um, but from the from what we're able to tell, you probably um, can't walk. There's a brief silence from Adrian. It's almost like he didn't hear William. He has a blank look on his face. He says, "So we're in space." Yeah, yeah. Um, we're we in are... space, right? The space station. Yeah, Adrian. And um... we're at a. This is interesting. We're in the space station. Adrian, Adrian yes, did you, what? Did you hear that? What I said? Yeah, you said we're on a space station. I believe I'm in a hospital room on a space station. William, um, turns and sits on the edge of your bed. He says, "The uh, the our medical Autobot who uh, took care of you, um, says." That you are paralyzed from the waist down, Adrian. There's no easy way of saying that. I figure it's better just to rip off the band-aid. Um, they, it doesn't look good. It's probably permanent, but they're gonna do the best they can. But Adrian, I, they had you in a medically induced coma, and I woke, I woke you up because. I mean, I hate to do this, but we need you right now. The space station is, is under attack. So, I can't walk? No, you can't. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. I never care about my looks anyways. I mean, what does an ugly guy like me need legs for, man? This is This will be just fine. I mean, I know he's going to push my wheelchair for me, but... Oh, okay. How long do you think it's gonna last for? Hey, um, I'm sorry, Adrian. I don't. I I don't know the doctor. They the. Okay, well we'll, we we'll just see how long it lasts, cause uh, and I'll be up and at again. Um, look. Uh... The door swooshes open, and Mariah's standing there. Her expression's really tight. She says to William, "Hold on, wait. Oh wait, hold on." I don't have a voice changer for that. Oh, whatever. I'll just go with it. William, we have to go. We don't have time. All right. All right. Adrian, um, I have a wheelchair here. Now, I hate I hate to do to throw this at you, but this the station and you can hear in the background by the sorry, let me take that again. You can hear in the background when she opened the door, you can hear the faint um alarm klaxon. Uh, apparently in the medical area, there just isn't one. So you probably wouldn't have picked it up. Um, but you can hear it in the distance. And uh, William turns to you. He says, Adrian, I, I have a, a wheelchair here. Uh, Farsight is doing okay. And uh, we need every available bot. The station's already understaffed. And we have um, a carrier just uh, come on our scopes. And it's 
launch and interceptors. We think it's RISE. We think it's that terrorist organization. And uh, we need everyone who's possible. We need everyone we can get. And it's a lot to explain, but Farsight needs you in order to operate still. We haven't been able to change that. Okay. Okay. Um, let, let's go. We need to get going, right? We just... Um, and Adrian kind of lifts himself, trying to move his legs a bit. The, the guy, he, can't, he thinks they twitch, but he's not sure. And then his arms come up, he left his torso up a bit. It's a little bit shaky. He looks to one side and the other to see where the wheelchair is, and he sees it. He kind of scoots over and moves a bit. And then he it almost feels like he's about to stumble, but he, he kind of bounces over with his right hand. And he glances at the other two. And he tries to slide into the wheelchair. William, at this point, helps lift you into the chair. And um, it is motorized. It has a a joystick or whatever. Um, and you Adrian can't... looks at it and says, Well, this is nice. That means I don't have to anyone to just push me around or anything. I can still make it if I'm on, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm on my own. And uh, yeah, let's get going. Um, the two, your friends are both have very tight expressions on their faces. William nods and he leads you to the hangar bay, um, where the other, um, robots seem to be waiting. Uh, he's, you're, you're moving through the hallways. This part of the station seems to be built for, uh, humans, but quickly the hallways become much, much larger it's large enough for maybe a vehicle to drive down or an Autobot to walk through. And he leads you down the hallways at a hurried pace uh, to a launch bay. Um, here, you can see that Gadget is staying to the side with a giant pad of some kind. Uh, he doesn't appear to be fighting. Um, Crash and Rev from earlier are there along with a... Um, what looks to be, it's essentially a fighter jet that has been modified for space combat. Like it, it looks very much like a fighter jet, but it's clearly meant for outer space. And, uh, um, William runs over to that one. Mariah goes over to crash and, um, uh, Farsight hurries over to you, Adrian. Mm -hmm. Hey there, how are you doing? I've been repaired, and I've mostly recovered. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm alright. I am awake, and, um, I can move my own wheelchair, and I think we need to get going. I think, uh, we need to get going, and I believe that Rise is out there, so we need to, uh, I need to get on board, and we can get to it. Farsight nods. He um, reaches down with his hand and uh, lifts you from your chair. His chest swings open and he places you inside of the cockpit. Okay. All right, everyone buckled in? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he stumbled, fumbles over towards the... His, I, I'm trying to remember the layout of this thing. I think there's a chair so, there or something. Yeah, he, he puts you into the chair. You're inside your cockpit. So you're good okay. to go. Um, okay. It, it's all hand controls. Or right. rather, like, 
there might have been some foot powered controls, um, but seems as though uh, Farsight's able to handle whatever that was and compensate for that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So let me try the Mariah line again. Everyone strapped in, ready to go? <sighs> yeah, I, I'm ready. We're good to go here. William checking in. Haven't flown one of these things since training. All right, let's launch. We are ready to kick some butt. The bay, uh, the bay doors open. There appears to be some kind of energy shield that keeps the um, air inside. Uh, Farsight speaks again. I've been outfitted with a propulsion system that can be used in space. You should be able to use the controls normally, and I am hooked to this propulsion system. As you okay. were getting in, oh sorry, as you were getting in, you did notice there was sort of a, a weird kind of jetpack backpack thing attached to the back of um of Farsight. Okay, we'll see how this works, and let's get to it. Right, the others launch from the bay, um, and Farsight takes the initial launch out of the bay, and you find yourself in space you look at your rear display the station is behind you and you can also see the space bridge and it's just a massive structure it's a huge circle um the design is too clean to be human you can tell that this is a transformer design on your radar far in the distance have you it appears to be a carrier ship. That's their carrier. Looks like they're launching two waves. There's bombers in there. Okay. Um, I haven't flown in space before, but, uh, wow, this is amazing. Uh, right. I'll go ahead and, uh, go ahead and see if we can take out some of those bombers, maybe? They're trying to hail us. Do you want me to put them through? Yes, put them through. Your radio crackles to life. All of you can hear the feed. It appears to be the Rise agents. Just so you remember, Rise is a terrorist organization. Their primary goal is to see the world governments that were responsible for the casualties of the Transformers brought down. Secondarily, they want all Transformers driven off of Earth. They've grown steadily in the last 10 years. Um, recently, they've become a much bigger threat. Um, so the radio crackles to life with this RISE agent. This is Lieutenant Downey with the RISE organization. I just want to make one thing clear. We will not parlay. We will not show mercy to anyone who fraternizes with the death bots. You creep. When I get my hands on you... The line is dead. She gets cut off. All right, let's take these guys out. William, you're with me. Adrian, see what you can do with the Western Formation. Right. We'll take them on. Okay. You're looking at your scopes. There appears to be one bomber and three interceptors heading for the space station. Right now, they are at... They are distant. Um, go ahead and roll a D20 to see your initiative order. I believe you can test mobility for that okay give me one sec 
pull that up. Use the dice roller. I just had it. There it is. And D20, you said? Yes, and you're trying to roll under your either your mobility or system. You pick. Mobility it will be. And I rolled a 9. My mobility is 16, so it's a good 7 under. 7 under? Yes, nice. means I succeed okay. by 7. Perfect. So that means that you get to go first. Very nice. All right. So I'm assuming the bomber is moving slower than the interceptors? They can move at the same speed. Same speed? Okay. So it just depends on how their formation is going. Um, so they're at a distance of distant. So I'm going to move one space to far, and I'm going to activate my cloaking field. That does require me to roll my reactor die, which is a d6. It has a 4 here. I believe that means to get under 4, correct? You have to roll your reactor die. Um, yes. You should be, at, you roll a d6, and if you roll yes. a 1 or 2, then you downgrade. Okay. I got a 5. Okay, then you're safe. Good. Okay, excellent. Um, the formation ahead of you, uh, the two of the interceptors go from, or surge ahead of the first two. You're at far distance from them, correct? Yes. Okay. Two of the interceptors surge ahead. For every move that they use, uh, they actually move twice. So two interceptors are now close to you, and the bomber and the other interceptor only move one space. So they are at near. Wait, yeah, because they were at far. Now they're at near. Okay. And the two interceptors um, are up on you, and uh, they are going to open fire on you. Okay, and you're aware I still have my cloaking shield up, right? Ah, crap, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry, cloaking field. Okay, sorry, scratch that. Um, your cloaking field, can you, can you remind me? Enemies can't detect you until you shoot or drop it, right? I believe so, yes. The instructions here state, cloaking field, as a use action, activate your cloaking field and become hidden. Roll your reactor die. Oh, you're hidden. Okay. Crap. Okay. Well, they're still going to do that. There's two interceptors within close range now. Um, apparently, they ha cannot spot you, so they can't attack, but they are putting themselves between the last interceptor and the bomber. The cruiser seems to be remaining at uh, away, so now it is your go. Back to you. All right, so they're approaching, but they can't see me. So that's a bit of an advantage there. I have two of them close here. I'm going to try to do two attacks to get rid of them both, hopefully. Although I have more lighter uh, weaponry. Hopefully this works. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Now remember, you also have the BioLink available. BioLink yep. lets you take three actions on the turn. But every turn you have, every turn that you stay in that mode, you have to roll your reactor die. Okay, I'll probably do that soon, but not quite yet. Okay. Let's go ahead and use ambush, advantage on attacks made while hidden, and deal one d six additional damage. We're going to okay. use that on the first interceptor. Okay. Let's see here. I rolled the hit die to attack. Correct. 
you roll. So whatever your weapon uses, um, you roll under that attribute. Usually it's power. Let's see here. Weapons. I have the dagger and revolver. And you said usually power, right? Yeah, usually you roll power. And okay. if you roll under your power, you hit. Um, these guys are uh, level two. You're level three, right? Yes. So you get to. Oh goodness, I think you you get a you get a bonus of. I think you get. A, I'll double check it, but I think you get a bonus um, against them. Okay, so just so you know, ranged attacks at close range have a disadvantage, so you probably okay. want to use your knife. Yep, um, I'm doing that. Yeah, and you test power. Okay, and you said I get a bonus because I'm overleveled? Yeah, because you're one level over them, I believe you take away one. I may be doing that wrong, but we're going to roll with it. Okay, then I just barely make it. I rolled a 12. My power is 12 because of that one bonus. It would be uh, a difference of one. Okay, so that means that you hit the first one? Yep. I'm using ambush, so okay. advantage on attacks. Okay. So I go ahead and deal two d6 instead of one. Yes. Let's go ahead and roll that for a moment. Why does it keep doing that? It keeps spinning out all these dice for some reason. Dice, two, roll dice. Uh, two threes, so I rolled uh, six total. Okay, they have a energy shield, which reduces it by 1d, 1d4. No, he rolled a four. He takes two points of damage. Okay. That's my first action. Mm-hmm. Um, second action, I'll go ahead and use a reckless attack. When you make a successful attack, you can choose to reduce your AP by two to roll one additional damage die. Okay, nice. So I think let's you go can ahead roll and... your attack first before activating that, right? Yeah, probably. That's okay. my guess, at least. Okay, attacking the same unit again. Oh, the same one? Okay, sounds good. Because he's not down yet, is he? That's correct. Okay, I rolled a six this time. I'm definitely under. Okay. So that's good. Oh gosh, it keeps doing this. It keeps thinking why well, roll more die than I do. Let's see. Uh, so an extra die. Because a reckless attack. So that's two die. Uh, two. Ah, I rolled ten this time total. Hey, nice. Let's see how much he can reduce. He reduced it by two, which is eight. And eight destroys the interceptor. Good. He's down. I'm no longer cloaked, though. Okay, what did that look like when you stabbed it with your knife twice? So the first stab was a bit of a, almost a deep scrape along the hole. Uh-huh. And then it goes back in and stabs right clean through the interceptor. Awesome. The whole thing goes up. It, it uh, The engine ceased to work, and it spins out of control away from the station. Yep. All right, it is now the enemy's turn. Uh, the interceptor near you targets you with its heat-seeking missiles. Test against mobility or system to avoid. Oh, mobility, definitely. Give me one sec. Had to reduce my armor. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, no. I rolled a 17. Okay, so 16. A 16? Yes, I'm up by one. Okay, so you you missed it by one is what you're saying? Yes. You still have that bonus. Oh, that means we're even 16 to 16. Okay. I believe it is a roll under, though. Yes. I will double check that, but as far as I'm aware, that still barely hits. Okay. 
Yep, if you roll equal or over, you fail. Okay, that's a failure. Okay, so uh, you manage to take out the first interceptor, uh, but the other one, uh, as soon as you come out of cloaking, it fires its heat-seeking missile at you, and you take one D8 damage. I'm going to roll that. That's four points of damage. Okay, one of them is to my armor, the other three are to my hit points. Okay, cool. Once that one... Uh, once that one finishes, the uh, other two, the other interceptor and the bomber, uh, who are at near range, try and make two movements so that they come into close, uh, close with you, and then one more movement so that they're past you at near again, and they are gunning for the space station. Let me just check one thing, because sometimes I think... Enemies get an attack of opportunity when you run away. Um, I don't know whether it works the other way around. Oh, same rule applies to enemies moving out of close range of the player mecha. So these other two guys weren't able to hit the brakes soon enough. So you have an attack of opportunity, I'll say, against one of them before they move out of range. And there's a bomber and, a, and an interceptor. We'll go ahead and see if we can hit the bomber. Okay, so roll your attack. I rolled a seven. That's good. I succeeded. And then my D6 for attack. Now, am I using the knife still, or am I using the gun? Yes, you have to use the knife. Okay, even though they're near, not uh, close? Since they're moving from... They're trying to move out of close range. Oh, okay, now I get it. Let's try that then. Oh, I rolled a six. Very nice. Hey, nice. He does have a shield, so it's reduced by a D4. He gets a three, so that's three points of damage. Huh, good. Okay, so they zip past, or, you know, as they're zipping by, you get a cut in with your knife, and those two are past you. Um, in the distance, actually, wait, I'm going to narrate this through your Autobot buddy. Adrian, it appears that carrier is, well, oof, that British needs a little help. Adrian, it appears that carrier is trying to close the distance. You can see that the carrier is uh, moving. It's moving closer to the station, uh, but it's coming at it at an angle from basically your left. Behind you is the station, and this, this carrier is angling in that way. Um, the other thing, too, is that I think for the other bomber and the other interceptor for their second action uh they are going to wait hold on i think enemies get two actions as well i think it'd be kind of underpowered if they can't i'll roll with it okay as that carrier is moving from distant to far um the other two um the interceptor and the bomber take one last move action that puts them in close range of the station Okay. Uh, so that was their moves, right? Just moving? Yes, that's correct. And the carrier... Let's see. Nope, actually, he doesn't have anything he can do there. Actually, he can't... Uh, he can do one thing. Mm, he's going to wait, though. Okay. So that's it for the enemies. Uh, those... Oh, wait, hold on. The only one that... the One of the interceptors... You destroyed one interceptor. Did the other interceptor just fire on you? It did, didn't it? Yes, one of them did, and they did a little bit of damage. 
Okay, then we're good. Okay, so it's back to you. Okay, so are any of them close by anymore, or are they moved out of my close range? There is one in close range to you. One interceptor remains. The other, um, the other two ships went past you, the bomber and the interceptor, and they are now in close proximity to the space station. Okay, I'll take out the one that's nearby me first, then, with a knife attack. Okay, so Let's go ahead see, and roll that. And you can, uh, just as a reminder, you can activate the biolink with a use action. That allows you to take three actions during your turn, but after the third action, you roll your reactor die. Gotcha. Now, does the, do those three actions include the biolink use? Yeah, if you activate the biolink, that's what happens. Okay, gotcha. Um... We're going to go ahead and do the knife attack first, then I'll activate the biolink right after, I think. Okay, sounds good. I think I'll do that. Anyways, let's do it. Uh, okay, attacking. One sec. Or was it 20? That is a critical failure. Yep. Let me double check what a critical failure does. If you roll a 1 and attack rolls as critical success, you double your damage. Likewise, if you roll a 20 when avoiding as critical failure, you take double damage. And must roll your reactor die. Okay, so I'm just going to say that um, you swoop in to attack this other fighter with your blade, and it swoops around in such a way that knocks the knife from your hand. And I want you to roll your reactor die. Okay, six. Okay, you're safe but your uh, knife is tumbling away from you. Okay, I will... Is it still close enough I can just grab it with one move? You have to move... You have to... Yeah, if you move to near, uh, you can grab it. Let's go and activate the biolink first, then I'll go grab it. Okay, so you activate the biolink. I'm actually going to have you roll your reactor die when you activate it, and then every following turn that you want to um, keep it active... Uh, you have to roll your reactor die at the start of that turn. Okay, I rolled a three. Okay, excellent. Then you're safe. Good. Um, why right. don't you uh, give me a little narration of you talking to Farsight to activate the biolink? Farsight chance stumbles and loses the knife. Okay, ah, goes over. And uh, Adrian, realizing he needs a little more power out of Farsight, says, okay, we need to connect. We did. Uh, uh, biolink, now, Farsight, uh... Yeah, let's. He's a little out of it right now. Um, I'm actually a little bit out of it as a player. Uh, sure. No, that's that's he... fine. He can just say that and fumble for words, and then. Uh, uh, you know what to do first. Right? Let's connect. Come on. Right. Activating BioLink. The connector hooks to the back of your skull, and all of a sudden you can perceive through Farsight senses, and your reaction times are made quicker. Okay, so he goes over, grabs his knife, and can I still take another action, or is this, or is that three actions? So if you move, that will be your third action. Okay, I go and grab knife. my knife. That's okay. it. All right. Uh, as you're moving out of that space, the enemy gets an attack of opportunity. Please roll okay. your mobility to avoid taking that damage. Man, I got 13 out of 16. 13 out of 16. Nice. Okay. Uh, that same interceptor... Um, it's now the interceptor's turn, so it is going to attack you with its machine guns. Roll mobility to avoid. You get, uh, one bonus on it. 
critical failure. Are you joking? No. Oh my gosh, Stuart. What what the heck? Alright, it rolls double damage. So boop de boop. It rolled a four. That's eight points of damage. One sec. Okay. Not my actual dice do I make anyway, also I'll just keep using the digital one. Okay. Eight damage. Yes. Oh dear. That brings me down to eight. One, two, five. Dang, you really took a hit. Um, on top of it, so normally, um, normally you'd roll your reactor die, but I want to try something special. I want you to test against your presence. Oh, no. Okay. I rolled a 13 against 7. So you move your, you move, you and Farsight move out of the range of this interceptor. It, it takes a pot shot at you but you avoid it and you retrieve your knife as you turn around this interceptor blasts you with his machine guns and farsight takes a powerful blow alarms are blaring klaxons are wailing and it puts you right back into new mexico you can you can practically see it you can see the moment when Farsight got hit in the previous battle and went down. And you remember, you feel the same fear grip you that gripped you when you were shot by that Decepticon. And it's you, you're, you're just filled with this panic. It's hard to even uh, think so until you can pass a presence test on your next turn, you're going to be rolling with disadvantage. Okay. Now, just so you know, um, I was looking it up, and when someone experiences something traumatic like paralysis or whatever, um, oftentimes it can uh, cause like anxiety, confusion, anger, um, and basically... PTSD. And so, um, yep. So that's what you are experiencing at the moment. Um, in the distance, the interceptor and the bomber have arrived at the space station. The bomber lets loose with a proton bomb. Uh, and since it's a space station, it's not moving or going anywhere. Um, the space station does appear to have some cannon defenses. Um, and I'll roll that in a second. But this proton bomb streaks towards the space station. It explodes on the surface, causing a lot of damage. Let me roll something really quick. Okay. Fate kind. They bombed the station. We just took a hit to our shielding. It's severely damaged. Shielding? What does that mean? Like, like... It's a radiation shielding. Along with protection for the space station. It's not good. I'll see what I can do with it. Right, get on that. And uh, for their second action, they swoop away and around, and they're playing... It looks like they're going to gear up to take another pass um, at the station. Um, the carrier seems to be holding its position as well. Uh, if you were to check the sensors, you could tell that Mariah and... William seemed to be keeping the other interceptors and bombers at bay. There's only one interceptor and bomber left, 
and uh, they're being harried by the other two, your two friends. It is back to your turn. Uh, if you want to remain in biolinked mode, actually, wait, I want to pause for a second. And just to explain to you what's happening, um, because you're biolinked, Farsight experiences what you're experiencing. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, so can I go ahead and narrate or start rolling a bit? Now, if you want, um, if you use a use action, I will let you roll that presence roll with advantage. That represents you trying to calm yourself. Advantage can be like a plus one advantage or something? When you roll with advantage, you take Oh, wait, I forgot. I rolled two. Okay. Um... Do me a favor and roll your react. Decide whether you're keeping the biolink active first, because that will determine how many actions you get this round. Okay, let's do that first. Do it. Got that. Roll that. That's not it. I rolled a five. Okay, that's underneath. So you're able to. You use combat breathing. Oh, sorry. Wait. So that means that you remain biolinked. So you have three actions. Okay. So I already did a presence roll. I failed it by one. So you decided to roll presence without taking a use action. Okay, so just be aware that you'll be rolling with disadvantage on your other checks. Can you define disadvantage again? You roll two dice and take the lower. Oh dear, okay. Yeah, let's go just use that use action. You're right. Okay, you can roll presence again with advantage. No good. 17 and 16. Okay. So that fails to, you try to take a moment to calm and center yourself, but you can't, like, you can't, it's hard to even think clearly. And this is when uh, I'm going to have him speak up. Adrian, I, I, I can't think what's going on. Adrian's silent for a moment. It's, it's, it's from the biolink. Adrian, is this what you're experiencing? I'm, um, I am not. Not sure, but, um, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I'm a little bit out of sorts or a little bit off. Um, his breathing gets a little heavy. And, um, we need to go after that bomber. First, let's get to it. We need to go after that bomber now. And he starts moving uh, without kind of thinking it through and starts moving towards the... Well, what what distance are we from the bomber right now? Is it far distant? You can close with it with one move action. And we'd be close with just one move action? Yes. Okay. Now, if I try to shoot it from near, do I still have a disadvantage of sort? Another disadvantage, I mean? Oh, yeah, that's... You're correct. My bad. You can shoot at it. It is within its near distance to you. Okay, but that would and that would be decently effective, or would be more effective to move close and try to stab it. If you use your range, range can target near. Okay. And uh, if it's at far, I think you roll with disadvantage. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and just roll from near with the uh, blaster, where I've got a revolver. It is. So I pulls out the revolver, kind of fumbles with the dagger, and kind of puts it back to a whole service sort that's built in, and tries to aim at the what you call it um bomber bomber oh i'm sorry i misspoke earlier they're not at they're at far distance but it doesn't make a difference for you like you'll still be able to hit them okay 
rolling the dice. Okay, I rolled a 12 and a 15. I take the 15, right? Yes. Okay, he misses by a bit. He's still shaking a bit, breathing a bit heavier, uh, seems unsteady, and then he takes a shot and it goes wide to the right. He tries to calm down. Now, remind me, can I do the same action twice or no? Um, I am not going to let you roll presence again. You can take a second action of the same kind, but you have to roll your reactor die. Okay, that's what I thought. Now, I still have two other actions, right? You have... You already used one use action. You used another action to shoot, so you can use a third action, since you have BioLink, to take... You could, like, take another shot or move. If you take another shot, you'll roll your reactor die. Okay. He's going to just move instead, then. He's going to move one space okay, closer where is to he the moving? bomber. Okay, that won't change anything for your ranged attacks, you're aware? Let me think here. He's at that. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? What can I do then? Because if I move, that doesn't really help much right now. <sighs> you could take a... Remember, you still have your cloak you can use. Um, you could just take another shot. You just have to roll your reactor die. Yeah, he'll go and just take another shot then. That makes more sense, I guess. Okay. Where is that... Scroll back up here. There it is. You okay. and also bear in mind you also have that last interceptor that's gunning for you. Yep, I'm aware of it. Okay, I rolled a twelve and a seven, and I just missed again. It goes wide a little bit, and I'm gonna roll my. You rolled a twelve, die. and what's your power? You have the bonus. Oh, I do. You're right. It hits. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. So you hit the bomber. Roll your damage. Okay, that's 1d6. I got two. Okay, they roll their deflector. They got three, so no damage gets through. Okay, I roll my reactor because it took another action, right? Because it yes, did correct. a second shot in a row. Yep. Okay, rolling that. And I rolled a four, so we're good there. Okay. Um, so you may want to jot this down. Um, one extra rule that I came up with is you can spend a use action to aim... And it will give you um, advantage on your next ranged attack. Okay, that's good to know. In addition, when you're in melee, during your turn, if you choose to take an aggressive melee stance, you get advantage on attacks and disadvantage on defense. You can also take a defensive stance, which does the reverse, but only in regards to melee. Okay, good to know. Okay, so the um, the interceptor and the bomber are swinging around for another attack, and they get themselves in position. Basically, they make a big loop around you and and your fight with the interceptor. And uh, on their next turn, it looks like they'll be able to strike the station again. Um, Mariah and William are still distracting the last bomber and the interceptor. Those two are basically doing evasive maneuvers and it's it they're all tied up over there the interceptor that's near you is going to try to recharge their missiles first they do not this interceptor opens fire with its machine gun wait hold on you are you are now at near range to it it circles you and opens fire with its machine guns again please roll mobility to avoid the attack You'll roll with disadvantage, but you'll get to take away one because of your hit, uh, level advantage. 14. 
My mobility is 16, so I'm still good. Okay, so you dodge out of the way. In the meantime, the carrier uh, uses its action called Deploy. It can spawn interceptors or bombers. And let me roll this. It spawns two more. It spawns, I'm sorry. It spawns an interceptor and a bomber, um, which are at the moment just hanging out by the carrier. That's not good. Okay. That wraps it up for their turns. It's back to you. Um, decide about the biolink first, and then you can decide how you want to do your presence roll. Biolink is a one. You rolled a one on your reactor die? Yes. Okay, you downgrade to a D4. You may want to uh, make sure that you know that your max is a... Yep, gotcha. Okay, got that. So I'm still in Biolink, correct, or no? You I lose failed that the too? reactor roll. You are still in Biolink. Okay. Yeah, That's I'm going to say that you're, unless you choose to deactivate it, you can maintain your biolink. It's just that you're, uh, you know, you're closer to overheating. Okay. And one more question. Yes. Uh, with the presence roll, am I rolling that with disadvantage too or no? No. Um, okay. You'll be straight. If you take a use action, you'll get to roll it with advantage. Okay. We'll do that. Still no good. A nine and an eight. Oh, really? Yep. What is your presence? Seven. If you want, you can count it. I'll let you use system instead instead to represent far sight calming you. Oh, okay. That'll work. That's eleven, so I'd be good there. Okay. Alright. So you're sitting there, you you try to calm yourself, but it's eventually it is far sight. You can feel his presence in your mind. And it takes on a calming effect, and you find your breathing is slowing, and you're able to think clearly again. He breathes in again now, and somehow he's at peace again, and he knows his person's presence again. It's kind of like he, he lost sight of that person was even there. God, gotten lost, gotten lost there. Um, we were both I'm, distracted. Don't apologize. Let's finish this. Right, right. Okay, uh, right. He calms down, he's ready to go. There's still an interceptor right nearby me, right? Yes, at near range. Near range, not far range, okay. And the bomber is still at near range? The bomber is at far range. It is in, is near, is making its second run on the space station. Okay, so it's more important that I shoot that down then. I'm going to go ahead and take another shot at the bomber. Okay. And let's see here. Da, 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 da. I can't use Reckless Attack because I don't have any armor points left. It's only for close enemies, so I can't use that also. Okay, I just need to take a shot then because I don't have any other options now. Let's go ahead and roll. Roll to 13 on 12. That's a miss because even with advantage, it's still 12, right? I mean, even That's with correct. the level difference, it's still 12. Let's see, so I missed That's that. Correct. What's going to do? I'm going to go and spend aim and then take another shot and that'll be my three moves. Okay. Okay. Eleven. So f- made it. Okay, so you used you used a use action to aim and then you rolled with advantage and you got an eleven. Okay, so that's a hit. Roll your damage. Okay, D six. Four. Okay. Okay. So that 
translates to three points of damage because of its shield. Yeah. Okay. It is. Um, it appear you can tell that you damaged it, but it still seems functional. Okay. My turn's over. Okay. Uh, the interceptor and the bomber make their second attack on the station. Um. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, it was. It recharges proton bomb, so it fires on the station. Let's roll that actually for those. So that whoa. The station has taken 17 points of damage so far. And let's see what the second system that it that they hit is. Okay. So uh you see the bomber pass by the space station again. Another explosion goes off and um you hear uh uh gadget back on the radio. They've taken, they've hit the life support for the humans. It's damaged. Okay, hold on. We're gonna, we'll be there as soon as we can. Hang in there. And the additional bomber and interceptor that the carrier dropped start closing the distance. So now they're um, closing to near range with the station. You look but of over. Course they are. You look over. And Mariah and William have finally seemed to have dealt with that interceptor and that bomber. And uh, they seem to be headed your way. Adrian, did you take damage? Uh, yeah, I did. I took some damage. Fall back. To where? She curses. Mariah, we can't afford. We need every fighter we've got. Fine. Adrian, put distance between yourself and that interceptor. Right, we'll try. Okay, um, I think I'll toss that back to you then. Okay. Well, it's really just the microphone saying keeps going down instead of staying at the twenty or so. Wait, did the microphone level keeps changing? Yeah, it keeps changing slightly. It's because of Jitsi. Okay, now it's slowly back up again. Um, right. So I go over for my reactor first, right? If you want to keep up the biolink, yes. You can drop the biolink. I'm supposed to roll a D4, aren't I? Not D6. Uh, yeah, you roll a D4. I forgot. I rolled a 2. Uh, your reactor overheats. <laughs> Stu, you suck at this game. <laughs> These dice rolls have just been awful. Uh, An overheated mech cannot take actions and has disadvantage on all tests. You skip your next turn to expel heat and cool off and lose the overheated condition at the start of the following turn. So I can't do anything for two, two, for this turn and next turn? I'll say that you can take, like, one move action. Oh, there's there's another consequence, though, when you um, when you overheat and you're in biolinked mode. Roll, um, roll a d4. Two. Okay. On a one, you would have passed out. So, but you feel that strain as Farsight um, overheats, and he's not he. It it doesn't work the same way with Transformers, but you can tell that like it's taking all of his power to like, you know, kind of like remain conscious and stuff. Um, I'll say you can take a move action if you want to, or one other type of action, but you roll it with disadvantage. I try to move out of range of the interceptor. Okay, so you just move yourself to the side. Yes. Okay. 
Are you moving parallel to the station towards it or just sort of to the side and out of the way of everything? To the side, out of the way of as much as I can. Okay. Right now, you're basically at far distance from everything. Okay. That would be where I want to be. Okay. Okay. Let me roll something. We have... Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm missing a sheet. No, I'm not. So, um, you're moving out of range. Um, that interceptor is following after you. Um, but you see from behind, um, William in his fighter is tailing this interceptor and the interceptor breaks off to try and weave out of the way, but he takes a pot shot at him and totally misses, but at least he's distracted. Mariah comes and she's trying to intercept the two new the bomber and the interceptor that got dropped from the carrier meanwhile the second bomber the the original bomber and interceptor are swinging around for another pass and it's back to you so you finish expelling heat um your reactor is at a d4 and uh you can act normally you are out of biolinked mode Okay, so I can do, take actions now? Yes, that's correct. Great. Um, well, that's kind of loud. I wonder why that is for a sec. Down slightly. Okay, so I'm still at range to be able to shoot the bomber, right? The bomber is at far range. So there's no disadvantage to shooting? Correct. And remember, you can okay. take an aim action if you want to roll with advantage. Let's see here. Da, da, da. Let's you know go what, and do you, that. You know what I'd like to do? And what? we can test this out. I'd like to be able to for you to use a use action to improve the damage of your weapon. I'll think about that. Uh you're gonna use aim? Yep. Okay, go for it. One sec, I need to bring this up again. Come on. Stupid phone. Change that to D twenty. Change that to two dice. Uh seventeen and sixteen. That's a mess. Okay, your shot goes wide, and that's the end of your turn. The bomber and interceptor that Mariah are chasing are um, able to close the distance with the station, even with Mariah hot on their heels. The station takes finally seems to have its defenses activated, and it takes a pot shot at the uh, bomber and interceptor. Misses a bomber. Hits the interceptor and blows it out of the sky. The bomber gets its shot off, though. Let me roll that. An additional seven points of damage. And let's see what system is damaged by it. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, um, iron wall, not iron wall. Gadget comes in on the radio. They've hit the shields again. They're totally gone. Mariah curses. I thought you said you're trying to fix the damage. I'm also trying to run every other aspect of this space station. I've only got two hands. Lisa least the weapon system's working. See what you can do with that. All right, but without the shielding, this whole place might fall apart. Just do what you can. The bomber that you fired at along with its interceptor are closing in for another hit. Mariah is chasing down the uh, bomber 
I'm going to roll for the bomber that just made the attack. She's going to attack her with one first. She hits. Let's roll that damage. Eight points of damage. Dang. Okay, it's reduced, though, by its shield. Okay, so that other bomber is still there. Mariah's chasing it. The second bomber is closing in for another strike. Um, who else is still alive? We have William still chasing that last interceptor. He misses again. And it's back to you. Okay. Uh, how do I put this? Is there something I can sacrifice so that I can make... Um, let me think here. Is there something I can sacrifice I can use one move to move two spaces? Good question. Let me look some... Okay, so you want to, like, do a super move, right? I'll let you Kinda, move... Kind of, but movement. Okay. I'll let you make two movements, um, but you will burn out your jetpack... And every time you try and use it, there's a chance it will kick out completely. So you That's can fine. overload I your jetpack if you want. I want to get into close proximity of the bomber. And is the interceptor also in close proximity of the bomber? Correct. Okay, I want to do that. I want to get in close proximity for my fire proximity and then use my static cloud. Okay, excellent. Okay, good thing. So, Adrian... With a little bit of force of will, pushes Farsight to move a little bit faster, a little bit harder, and he can feel there's something at the back that's kind of making more noise than it should. Maybe it was a cracking sound or something, he's not sure what it is, but he's a little too distracted trying to move forward to get into line of sight or um, into the proximity of these two other enemies. As he gets closer, he then activates his stack cloud, I need to roll mobility, give me one sec. There's a D20. Ah, crap. I rolled a 16 out of 16 for mobility. You get one because they're an interceptor and a bomber. They're both a hit die below you. Okay, good. It worked then. Thank <laughs> God. Just barely. Man, these rolls have just been unkind to you. Well, it's fitting for the situation with the character, so yeah. I'm fine with it. Success. I can roll 1D4 damage to two close enemies. And then I get to become hidden, but then I'd roll the reactor die. So, uh, let's see here. The D4, right? Let me go back down. One dice for both of them. Four. There we go. Four damage for each of them. Nice. Dang, that's good. I'm going to save it. It bypasses their. Okay, I can roll my reactor die, which is a D4. And it got a three. So you're safe. Good. I was expecting to crash again. Okay. Okay, so you are, you watch, you, oh, 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 so here's something interesting. Um, you made it to close distance with these guys, right? Yes. They move to attack the station, and that means that they move out of range of you, which means you get an attack of opportunity against them, against one of them. Okay, so did I do any damage with the D4? You did, yep. You've, okay. Just uh, you hit the bomber there. pretty good. Okay, just curious there. Uh, okay, I guess it's my phone. I just... Oh, it's right there. Duh. Okay. Attack of opportunity. D6. One moment. Actually, a D20 first, right? Yeah, to, for the... Uh, you know what I mean. I rolled a three. Yes, oh, wait, actually. Hold hit. on. Huh? Are you hit? Okay. Now, 
you can act I'll let you activate your stuff like that goes with your your cloaked ability because you get bonus if you come out cloaked to attack, right? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, ambush. But you're you'll no longer be hidden though. That's fine. I'll deal two D six okay. of damage. Um who am I doing this against again? Um I'll try to finish off the bomber, because it seems like that's doing more damage. Okay. Yep. So two D six. I got nine. Hey, alright. Even with the shielding in place, that's enough to destroy the bomber. So the bomber, what does it look like as you like so you Okay, so that's very cool. So you are um the this bomber and this interceptor, you you reroute power with the jetpack, you zip in close, you use your stat cloud, which damages the two of them, and you disappear. They don't know where you are on the scopes, but suddenly Farsight flashes back into existence in front of the bomber and drives its knife, his knife, right through the cockpit of the bomber and it explodes around him and the interceptor peels away to get out of the range of the blast. Yeah. Well done. Just like that. You look around at the at your scopes and you can see that the carrier is peeling away and the remaining bomber and two remaining interceptors are fleeing with it. All right, we drove them off. Good flying. I never want to fly one of these things again. Yeah, we totally kicked their butts. I'm almost sorry to see him go. I was enjoying that fight. Gadget hops back on the line. The shielding is still down. I'm having trouble with it. We need to fix it sooner. The whole station is going to melt down. And with that, I think we'll end the episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dice and Decepticons. You can follow us on Twitter at Dice Decepticons. My name is Robert Kerr. And I'm Stuart. And we'll see you next time.